0: Constitutional changes in Algeria. We're going to talk about uh, Moroccan political prisoners. We're going to talk about uh, the the ongoing crisis in Burundi and maybe shed some light uh, uh, via uh, uh, Anne Garrison, uh, who uh, is just a, a brilliant independent journalist uh, on uh, you know what's actually happening over there as opposed to what you read in the mainstream. Uh, We're going to talk tonight about the uh, ice raids that have been uh, plaguing the nation since the beginning of this year. We're going to talk about uh, Guatemalan uh, war criminals being possibly finally brought to justice. Uh, We're going to talk about... uh, Crimes in San Francisco. When I tell you crimes, I mean crimes of state in San Francisco. We're going to talk about the people that uh, are standing up and fighting back. And, uh, you know, a confrontation that occurred at uh, San Francisco City Hall yesterday morning at the uh, inauguration of Mayor Edwin Lee. And uh, so yeah, there's a lot, and that and uh, uh, a little bit more. So uh, stay tuned. We got a big show for you tonight, and of course, uh, we like to start it off with the music. And uh, of course, sigaros is uh, leading us right now, uh, uh, helping us uh, set the mood. But there's uh, much, much more to come. So uh, without further ado, we're gonna uh, just lay right on into it i hope you all are having a uh good saturday night and i hope you all have had a good start to 2016. Uh, i think i said it last week but i can't say it enough 2015 fucking sucked let's do better this year all right folks right on one love welcome back to heterotopia
1: the neurons in heterotopia appear to be normal except
2: for their mislocation Symptoms range from non-existent to profound. The heterotopia is capable of juxtaposing in a single real place several spaces, several sites that are in themselves.
3: There is probably not a single culture in the world that fails to constitute heterotopias. To take part in a revolution, it is not
1: enough to write a revolutionary song. You must fashion the revolution with the people. And if you fashion it with the people, the songs will come by
4: themselves.
5: anybody want to incite a riot? America, there's so
6: much to say. This is the most morally polluted, degenerate, insane nation on the face of this earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this country is not controlled. Institution,
5: this country do not function under the democratic process. This country is controlled and governed by the capitalists. Why would anybody want to incite a riot?
7: Prison construction, America's sole growth industry.
5: Why would anybody want to incite a riot? Good heavens. Wake up, wake up.
2: Prison construction, America's sole growth industry. Wake up, wake up. Capital follows the profit margin. Always. Always. Prison construction,
7: America's sole growth industry.
3: Twisted mentalities at work here are akin to those of Nazi Germany.
1: Fast to sleep, the gatekeeper is coming for me, lay me down, fast to sleep. the gatekeeper is coming for me, lay me down, fast to sleep. The gatekeeper okay, is coming for me. Whee! Yeah. Yeah.
8: Mother's essence in the sky, tears fall down the mother's eye, my baby wasn't ready to die. We need each other in this fear-driven land, they it like sandpits. They can't stand it, expansion can't be stopped. If they planned it for justice, we was asking, now we're here to demand it. Let's stand in solidarity, almost there. As we come together, put a fist in the air.
3: We want justice for Mario Woods. We want justice for Mario Woods! We want justice for Mario Woods! Independent investigation, fire chief sir, and charge the cops with murder! (laughs) We want justice for Mario Woods! We want justice for Mario Woods! We want justice for Mario Woods!
9: like a testament, mummified by darkness, the present has no history, there's no time like the present, no better place to be, than where you are, within my heart, like within you, is me. Explain my heart, explain my heart,
2: explain my heart
9: my heart.
10: Y lo vamos a gritar, lo vamos a gritar, el pueblo unido, vamos a luchar. Oaxaca, debes de levantarte, Oaxaca, vamos a luchar. Por los niños, la paz, por la humanidad, por tu libertad. Oaxaca, vamos a luchar por la educación, por un mundo mejor, por la libertad. Oaxaca, debes de levantarte. paz por la humanidad por tu libertad por los niños la paz por la humanidad por tu libertad por los niños la paz por la humanidad
8: it going people out there in heterotopia land this is the neurons in heterotopia appear to be normal this is charles pitts and what i'm going to do is dj Ashik will be back to give you the word of the day i mean he will be back to give you what you just listened to but what i'm going to do is is um i got i got this thing i'm trying to work on it's called the word of the day and last time was groupthink. Everybody, path of least resistance, and destroying things. But, but um, the the new word, the new word for today, is I mean, is going to be a structural. It'll be structural violence. And um let me let me start with it is a term commonly ascribed to Johan Gatron, which he introduced in the article Violence, Peace and Peace Research. It refers to a form of structural violence when at some structural or social institution they harm people by preventing them from getting their need their basic needs met. Institutionalized altruism, ageism, classism, elitism, nationalism, racism, and sexism are some examples of structural violence as proposed by Gantuag. According to uh, Gantuaq, rather than conveying a physical image, structural violence is an, invo- is an avoidable impairment of fundamental human needs. It is also avoidable. Structural violence is also a high cause of premature death and unnecessary disability. Because structural violence affects people differently in various social structures, it is very closely linked to social injustice. Structural violence and also direct violence are said to be highly uh <laughs> i can't i don't know that word my english isn't very good inter interdependent uh, including family violence gender violence hate crimes racial violence police violence state violence terrorism and war so that's i don't know it's just something to think about as we go through our uh, day-to-day life um I think what'll happen next is is um DJ Ashek is working on the uh set list. But the other thing too is, is what I want to do is is I'm, I'm 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 interested in uh I guess I'm interested in some of these random countries that we also miss. I think many of them are gonna be um South America. Uh let me see here. That's interesting. What I got is Wow Bahrain B A I mean you're you're correct, it's not South America, but this is in this is Asia Okay. I'm I need a map here. My English isn't very good. <laughs> um here we go. Let's let's go to the set list. That was DJ Charles talking about structural
0: violence. Uh, look folks structural violence uh, is is very serious because oftentimes we're only taken by the uh, violence that is imminent. Uh, and that brings me to the uh, probably the most uh, infamous term uh, in modern parlance which is that of terrorism, right? And uh, you know, under uh, uh, W, that would be George W. Bush, right, the definition of terrorism was uh, retooled and reinvented, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was turned into this uh, amorphous term that uh, essentially meant any kind of armed resistance to state power, uh, you know, with a particular lens focused on. Uh, 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 the uh, um, Muslim Muslims around the world, right? And 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 terrorists? and, uh, uh, a e- and uh, so this is this is a re- retooling of the language is what it constituted uh, because exactly because because uh, you know if you look if you actually look up uh the, the 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 definition of terrorism it constitutes imminent threat right terror terror is fear of imminent attack and uh whereas uh the 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 postmodern definition of terrorism has become uh something completely different something i mean it's almost undefinable right now uh uh which is which is exactly how they wanted it so that they could call terrorists uh uh, call terrorism on anything that 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 contradicted the state um and uh and this was this was this is not accidental this was this was intentional
8: and i'm 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 sorry but okay (laughs) terrorism klu -Klu klus klan hate groups The police department um, Especially San Francisco
0: No, no, exactly No, you make a good point In fact, there was an FBI uh, Well, FBI Not FBI Department of Justice Report that came out uh, uh, Sometime last year I don't remember exactly when That that, uh, clarified That the The the, the fact that the majority of uh, real terrorist threats actually came from white power groups as opposed to uh, uh, Islamists, which was uh, the, the, the running fair. My point is this, is that you're talking about uh, uh, structural violence, and uh, uh, the fact of the matter is that a lot of violence comes from places that are enshrined in uh, uh, in the, the public mind as uh, respectable. Hmm? Are enshrined as legit. How does that saying
8: go? Um,
0: dead rodents in the window? I don't know the saying, but uh, I like it.
8: Uh, you know, uh, I think it's I think it's I think it's Russian where it's it's saying no matter how well you dress up the dead rodents, they're still dead rodents.
0: I I don't know the same, but I I still like the same. Uh, I I think I think I think it works, you know. Uh, uh, you know the the other side the other side is uh, you know Charles trying to drop some knowledge uh, about uh, uh, you know, just different countries around the world, and I don't know about uh, you know I, I think it's important to to be be humble because there is a. Uh, there's, a, there's a, uh, a, a lack of awareness, I think, amongst uh, uh, many people about different places outside of where you're at, and that doesn't just go for the UCPSA, that goes for a lot of the world. Uh, the UCPSA is particularly deficient in this regard, uh, in
8: general. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, talking there's about... A, there's also another phenomenon, like in certain countries, where their infrastructure and their education systems have been, um, destroyed. So what happens is, is these other countries bring in books and what happens is, is they know more about all of these other countries than the, the own country that they're in. Is
0: another, this is another phenomenon. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I, I would just say this, I would just say this, uh, we assume nothing about the listeners and that uh, uh, there's a piece of heterotopia that is educational. Part of the reason that we uh, spend so much time focusing on other parts of the world is because we don't think it gets enough uh, airplane and we don't think that uh, uh, there's enough coverage. And uh, so like Bahrain in the Middle East, you know, uh, which uh, ultimately is a despotic, despotic regime, that uh, uh, anti-people regime, that uh, is, uh, of course, is a UCPSA ally. We're going to talk about Bahrain. Uh, but uh, uh, appreciate, you know, we're going to do a little bit more of this, just a little bit of geographical awareness because I think a lot of times that's elided over, and I think it's important. I think from a humble place, not from an arrogant place, but from a humble place, uh, it's important to, uh, to know the world that you're talking about I think that there's a lot of people that uh, hear about for example what the fuck's going on in Iraq or Afghanistan but couldn't point it out on a, on a globe unless it was labeled in big letters and that's uh, and that's 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 that, that's not a condemnation of individuals it's a condemnation of uh, political education
8: our educational system yeah
0: our educational system our media uh, media and uh, and so it's 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 uh, it's offered as a uh, as a as a public service, but uh, I want to I want to uh, step back from that for a minute. I want to step back from that. I want to let you know what you heard tonight. And uh, tonight, uh, you know, we had a uh, a a nice eclectic mix of uh, music from uh, around the globe. And so we started with uh, Khraz and, uh, Raz Mezenai. and Raz Mezenai, is—he's—he's uh, he's, uh, uh, producing music here in the uh, UCPSA. Um, for those of you uh, new listeners, that's the United Capitalist Prison States of America, and uh, uh, he is a, uh, a a Jewish man that has taken a uh, intense interest in. Uh, in uh, counteracting uh, stereotypes across the board stereotypes about uh, jews stereotypes about uh, uh, muslim stereotypes about uh, the islamic world and uh and uh and just uh sort of almost like a pan-semitic uh radical artist and uh and a very brilliant uh in my mind experimental musician as well and uh that was uh child sleeps off of the unspeakable, and that was uh, uh you know that that kind of eerie track that we started out with. We followed that with uh uh Paris Maquis was the track. Uh, the band was Metal Urbane. This uh, was off of their uh, album from the 70s, Anarchy in Paris. Uh, uh, this is... Uh, f- so 1977 was the year, right? Uh, uh, this is like anarcho-punk. Uh, this is French anarcho-punk. Uh, and that, that's uh, dedicated to the fact that we just passed the anniversary of the uh, Charlie Hebdo uh, Assassinations, killings, right? And uh, you know, we, we wanted to pay homage to uh, to the victims of that, and uh, and also to challenge, right? To challenge uh, all of the uh, major narratives uh, regarding that, right? Because uh, uh, on both sides, you know, we challenge the uh, innocent victim narrative. <laughs> And then we also challenge the Islamist narrative, um, because I don't think something that's offensive to you warrants a uh, death sentence. Uh, And uh, Charlie Hebdo was notorious. I mean, it was like the Mad Magazine of France. They were notorious for uh, pushing the limit and uh, talking shit, and we're free speechers here, so we support that. Uh, On the other hand, what we don't support is... uh, uh, bigotry of any side, of any uh, color or flag, and uh, so we we don't support uh, the idea that a uh, 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 media outlet uh, produces something completely offensive to a huge population of the world, and then there's results, and then the response is, oh, ho! we didn't do anything. No, that's not true either. You did some shit. You got called on it in a fucked up way. And that's what really happened. You know? Again, we don't condone assassination for political disagreement or religious disagreement or anything of of this sort. But, uh, let's, let's not, you know, let's not mince words. You talk shit and you got called on it. Straight up. Okay. Moving along. Uh... There's been a lot of, speaking of shit talk, there's been a lot of shit talk about North Korea in uh, the last few days. And about the uh, alleged hydrogen bomb test, which uh, it's difficult if impossible to find any reliable uh, you know, accounts of or evidence of. Uh, but it's been all over the uh, corporate media in the UCPSA. And uh, so, you know, with condemnations and sanctions and sanctions. What the fuck are you sanctioning? The people in North Korea are starving. Their economy is fucked up. the fuck are you going to sanction? So anyway, in light of all this, we played a North Korean lullaby. Performed by uh, Sun Jun Lee and uh, Eddie Reader from Scotland, and that was uh, a song called Stars Are Rising. After that, uh, we, we heard from Angelique Kijo, and that was uh, Congo Habanera. And that was a, uh, you know, this was this, this kind of internationalism uh, that we like. And this was uh, uh, Africa paying tribute to Cuba. Right? And uh, so we followed that with uh, Think of One and the Marrakesh uh, uh, Embalage Ensemble. And that was uh, Utuva. <coughs> oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Followed that with a uh, historical piece. Uh, that was uh, Edgar Recinos, Revolution. Uh, Talking about the uh, revolutionary history of Guatemala. When we get into the news a little bit later, we're going to talk about... uh, (coughs) Excuse me, folks. Fighting a little something right now. Uh, We get into the news a little bit later. We're going to talk about uh, uh, what's happening, uh, uh, current events in Guatemala this week. After that, we heard... That this was a debut, probably the first radio show that this song has ever been played on. And it was uh, Justice for Mario Woods. <coughs> and it was by the uh, Justice for Mario Woods Coalition. Uh, but in reality... I mean, this is the uh, the attribution that... Uh, <coughs> this is the attribution that was... Excuse me, folks. Like I said, I'm fighting something. Uh, given <coughs> for this track, and uh, <coughs> but it uh, in, in reality, the uh, performers that uh, that laid this track down are some brilliant uh, local performers, and uh, uh, specifically. We're talking about Equipto, uh, Selassie, Chumpnasa Shiomara, And it was produced by Hilo. And uh, Mario Woods, we're going to get into Mario Woods a little bit uh, in a minute also with the news, uh, was a 26-year-old man who was uh, controversially and unnecessarily killed by gunfire from San Francisco police officers on December 2nd of last year. And uh, the Justice for Mario Woods Coalition, which... Uh, uh, the song is being attributed to, has three demands. The firing or resignation of San Francisco Police Department Chief Greg Sir. The, office, uh, the officers who were involved in the shooting to be suspended without pay and charged with murder. And an independent investigation into the case. So those are the demands. This is music backing up those demands. I uh, kind of... Uh, uh reminds me of the uh introduction that we play every week for the show which uh uh you know uh clearly states uh do not make music about revolution make the revolution and let that inspire the music right mm-hmm. so straight up let's do that um so that 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 is uh, that is that track. We followed that up with uh, Saul Williams' "Explain My Heart." What a beautiful track! Saul Williams uh, was uh, uh, one of the major voices in the uh, spoken word renaissance that took st- that took uh, the world by s- by storm in the uh, in the 90s. Uh, sort of yet again reinventing poetry and uh, reintroducing poetry to the world uh, via pop culture uh, beautiful, beautiful track uh, we followed that with uh, oh, uh, Saul Williams hails from the UCPSA as well uh, after that we heard uh, Estoy Harto De Ver which is a uh, anonymous uh, anonymous track, uh, protest song uh, de mexico uh, there are people that, you know, speculate it's similar to Ricardo Rojona. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know who the artist was, but it's a beautiful, beautiful song, nevertheless, talking about the resistance in Oaxaca, amongst other places, and uh, fucking beautiful. So we thought we'd share that with you. Uh, the Following that, we heard uh, Bayview Sunset, and uh, that, that song, uh, you know, Honestly, I you know I don't like to do it because it it feels a little bit uh, I don't know what you call it uh, selfish or or self congratulatory or whatever. But that was uh, yours truly, DJ Ashik, with former uh, Heterotopia host Shinobi 9 A.K.A. Red Turban. And uh, that was us. That was uh me and uh Red Turban together laying down a track. So it doesn't happen all the time actually. I think this is probably the first time in sev- many many years that uh, we've played any of our uh own material. We we tend to like to promote other folk, but uh that was what that was about. That was that was me and uh me and Red Turban laying it down Bayview Sunset. Um And uh, when we get into the news, uh, the local news, uh, you know, you'll maybe understand why I thought tonight was an appropriate time to play that song. Uh, Following that, uh, we're in Jamaica, Dwayne Stevenson from a little cottage in Negril. Right now in uh, San Francisco, there's a lot of attention being paid to uh, the Mario Woods case with Just Cause because it was a horrific uh, killing by the state, by the... uh, San Francisco Police Department. Uh, but there actually last year were many other victims of uh, San Francisco police murder and police violence. And uh, short ways from the uh, uh, is uh, Mo Bay, Jamaica, or uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica, uh, which is where the family of O'Shane Evans hails from, who is another victim of uh San Francisco police murder. And uh, so that song was dedicated to O'Shane and his family. And we want to uh, let them know and uh and let the world know that we do not we are not ambulance chasers. We do not sit here and wait for the one killing that's caught on video, but we love and support the families of all victims of state violence, and we'll be talking a lot about state violence
8: in the show tonight. Well, um, if we were ambulance chasers, um, our ambulance couldn't hold enough gas because um, there's, you know, there's they're saying every twenty eight hours someone dies, and. Back in which life. is the
0: statistic from uh, from the Operation uh, uh, Ghetto Storm yeah. uh, report uh, of, uh, produced by the Malcolm X Grassroots uh, uh, Malcolm X Grassroots Committee and uh, project. Uh, I'm sorry and um, and uh, the uh, uh, and uh, well, and and, and it's I, actually been challenged since then with statistics that say that it's, in fact, more than that. Um, Malcolm X, grassroots movement. I'm sorry. Again, I'm fighting a head cold.
8: I, okay. I apologize. Well, I My, think one of the things, too, is is back where I'm from, the, the Lake County, Zion, Illinois, there was another shooting of someone. So, And I think that was after the the Mario Woods so there's you know there's always somebody else that's passing away and it's it's interesting how people of a certain race can do something but then somebody else does it and now they're dead so but is are we finished with the set list
0: no we got a couple more we got a couple more uh, one more actually, not just a, not a couple more. We got one more. We got uh, uh, Yasmin Levy, uh, and that was Naci Alamo, and that was an interpretation of an old uh, old uh, Spanish Gypsy song. And I love this. I love this song. This song is like an anthem for me. Uh, uh the the lyrics. Uh, no tengo lugar. No tengo paisaje. Yo no tengo patria, I have no place, I have no path, I have no country. Con mis dedos hago fuego, con mi corazón te canto las cuerdas de mi corazón llorar. With my fingers I have fire. With my heart, I sing you. The chords of my heart weep. Wow, fuck yeah, wow. So uh, this is uh, this is a song dedicated to uh, all old people who feel out of place, who feel they have no home. Specifically to migrante folk. And here I'm thinking of uh, migrante folk coming from different places. I'm thinking of migrante folk coming from uh, Latin America, coming up to the UCPSA to try and uh, make, some, you know, make something happen to take care of their families. I'm thinking of the uh, migrante folk coming from Syria and Afghanistan and Iraq and all the fucked up wars that we're having and uh, who are forced to relocate, maybe not here, maybe in Europe, uh, although some here in different places. uh, There's this bastard Trump uh, and and his cohort uh, talking about all this closed-border shit and all this uh, nativist crap, um, which, you know, clearly is challenged by an actual native claim, first off uh you know, here I'm thinking about uh, First Nations uh people, you know, Native American folk. But in any case in any case, it's dedicated to uh migrante people. And uh and also and, and also uh dreamers and true believers and fighters and freedom fighters and people that uh, do not have a particular sense of nationalism or allegiance to the uh, capitalist power that they happen to reside within the midst of. And, uh, and that was the set for tonight, folks. That was the, uh, the music so far because there's more to come. But uh before we get into the news of you my our world I want to turn it over to DJ Charles cuz he's got uh some words for you.
8: Um there was a there was a protest slash in Arago. Um there's a ceremony for a, edley the their mayor so what's what's the question dj ashley
0: uh, dj charles you said you wanted to uh rap with the people
8: about some stuff before we broke into the news what's on your mind well um there's several things there was another sh- shooting in zion illinois that's important because it's i mean you got a little itty bitty town of six thousand sixty thousand people and in like 8 months two people have been killed by the police department so um, i think we'll have more stories about that but um it's it's just very interesting with the Mario Woods incident slash uh protest the mayor being sworn in um
0: it's well you, you want you want to you uh, want to start off with that you want to you want to uh talk about that so so uh let's actually let's do this let's let's play a clip from that actually we'll just play some uh let's play a little sound bite from that so you can hear what's going on dj charles was actually there at uh so so what happens is 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 uh you know we were talking about mario woods and we heard that new track that just came out with uh equipped and selassie and all them and uh There was a massive action yesterday morning at the inauguration of uh, so-called Mayor Ed Lee. It was disrupted. DJ Charles was actually assaulted by law enforcement. He's here. uh, Assaulted, battered, injured. Yeah. And so uh, we'll we'll go to a clip from that, and then we're going to talk with DJ Charles for a minute uh, about what happened. uh, What exactly happened yesterday. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Heterotopia on Mutiny radio So that was sounds from City Hall uh, in San Francisco just yesterday where uh, hundreds of people uh, 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 made their way into uh, the Rotunda, into City Hall, to protest the inauguration of so-called Mayor Ed Lee. Amongst those was uh, co-host here of Heterotopia on Mutiny Radio, DJ Charles, who was actually uh, arrested and injured uh, as part of the process, so DJ Charles, you wanna you wanna uh, lay it out for us what yesterday was about, why y'all were out there, and uh, and uh, what happened yesterday afternoon at San Francisco City Hall.
8: Well, I I feel everybody's gonna have different reasons why they're out there exactly, but for me, part of it, you know, to me, Mario Woods is the hammer or the wrench to get the police from being so excessive and get them to slow down, get them to stop this murder spree that they're on. So Mario Woods is he's like the catalyst for change at this point. That's 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 my that's that's my my thing. Um and I, you know, I want I want justice for Mario Woods. And I, I, I wanna see it I wanna see the ten year plan because um I don't know, it's we're 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 going back to nation building that conversation we had before, whereas um Well let lay, we'll lay it down, lay it down. Well, I mean they, they got three demands. If they get all of those demands then what? You got all these people meeting they get all their demands met then what? I mean I mean our community is still struggling economically are you know the i mean we're we still have structure violence, and racism so i mean and the the land that many are the majority of the blacks are on in San Francisco is a a super fun site, and so we got we got serious problems so i so i guess i'm just i don't know I guess I'm just very angry in that. We need to look past. I mean, I mean, we need to address Mario Woods, but then we also need to see the community in all of its needs. So that's the that's the bad phone, but um, but we'll 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 call him back. But I um, well, that's not the bat phone. That's just a random uh, agreement of you of Booker T. <laughs> Book of ten mg green onions up here. <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, I guess we're we're going back to this this snippet right as of now. So you know, Mayor Ed Lee he brings all his people into City Hall, and it it, it always bothers me as to you know, London Breed said something. About it's our house, it's the people's house. Except for when the rich people come in, they, they, they their people with guns come and lock you out. <coughs> they, they lock you out and kick you out of your own home because somebody else, they don't, they just don't want you there. They don't want the citizenry there. I mean, and it, it's, it's, it's happening. You know, the rich white people come, and the bo- the poor people you mean they surround you with their officers with guns and they kick you out of city hall and they lock the doors behind you. So you actually hear the doors locked behind you. So, um, they're, so, they're, they're, so, so, so well, for the, we're, so we're, for we're, the, for we're, the we're, back to let's, let's go back to Mario. Well, let me just,
0: I want to, I want to I wanna just like, like give a little background information for, for people that, uh, may, not have caught this yet, you know, you know remember, remember that there's people listening from, from, from different parts of the world, so Mario Woods was a young brother uh, assassinated by the San Francisco Police Department quite publicly on December 2nd of last year, and uh, he, 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 he was uh, gunned down roughly around uh, uh, 5 o'clock in the evening on that day. Um, by San Francisco police officers multiple police officers people are bitching around about the number of cops uh, somewhere between five and eight cops uh, uh, gunned him down uh, on uh, uh, on 3rd Street in the, the Bayview district of Bayview Hunters Point district of San Francisco uh they allege he had a knife, but uh, 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 we vid- see it in video the clearly video clearly shows that he was surrounded by officers with guns drawn, and that posed,
8: and then he posed no threat to. <laughs> I don't uh, know. The, the funny part any- to me, okay, the funny part to me is is that looks very similar to the other knife that was in the other police shooting. So which me- other <laughs> police shooting? Which which one you referring to? I don't know. I, f- I forget which one it was. Was it uh, I fr- I can't pronounce his name. Um, there was the one about the bicycle or something
0: emil Car Perez Lopez yeah so another I mean, another victim uh th- this was a uh uh <laughs> uh what taken <laughs> victim
8: of uh, of police murder in San Francisco okay so does the police officer do the police have a set of knives in their trunk and then when they shoot someone they pull them the, they pull them out they have like a set of Steak knives that they pull out. Well, I, I, I tell you, I appreciate the the the, the uh, commentary.
0: Uh, I'm not going to go that far with it. Well, uh, I'm, I'm from I, Chicago. I, I, and I'm, well, well, I'm my Chicago. thing is I, don't I know they be, had them out there. Yeah, my, my, my thing is I don't want to trivialize the cases. I think the analogy I mean, is. Isn't it? I think the important thing is not whether or not they have a set of steak knives to drop at the to drop at scene. the scene. I think the important thing is. The analogy between both cases is that in both cases there was an allegation that the justification for the shooting had to do with uh, with the proposed existence of uh, the 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 victim having a knife, and in both cases. Uh, the uh, it has been it, it is quite clear that the uh, assassination was illegitimate. In the case of Amilcar Perez Lopez, two independent autopsies show he was shot in the fucking back.
8: Yeah, and, and what the, did what our what did and, and, um, and, and, our good old and in the case of Mario Woods, what did our good old police chief? Say? Uh, the police chief said it was justified. He was coming at w- he was I guess he was lunging at the police officers with a knife backwards. So he was lunging backwards towards them.
0: Well, this is the kind of ludicrous shit that they expect people to swallow. This is like the Kenneth Harding thing, the Gumby shit, where the final rendition of the story is he shot himself. But most people don't even know the preliminary version of that ludicrous uh, uh, story, which was when they were trying to tell us that he wrapped his arm around his body to shoot at officers and then they tried to, well, 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 moving away from officers, and they tried to tell us that that was uh, common. And they, uh, they even gave a physical demonstration with his, him wrapping his right arm around the left side of his body to shoot at officers without, you know, failing to address one critical point, which was that Kenneth Harding was left-handed. Oops. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this is the kind of absurdity that we are expected to digest by the local law enforcement okay, no, when they
8: justify their murderous behavior. There's, there's another situation that has been continuously played in alternative media where they're, they're, they're saying that the police officers – okay, the police officers and our Greg, sir, is – he had his knife – while he was surrounded or entrapped, and he was coming towards him and the media and the video doesn't show that well so so look, here's my thing, and I'm not going to speculate on the facts of the case.
0: I'm not going to make any declarative statements. I think there was several. The, uh, there was several news media's. That well, well, for, that. For, well, I don't give a fuck what the n- other news
8: media says
0: because those several news media's are
8: corporate news media's with agendas. Well, if they're so, so, if they're if so, they're saying uh, if they're saying the guy didn't have his knife raised and they shot him, I mean, I think that's very important. So I'm gonna I'm gonna it is very
0: important, which is why I'm not gonna make any declarative statements. What I'm going to say is... I'm
8: just, I'm just documenting what they yeah, said.
0: Yeah. So, so, all I'm going to say is this. There was clear audio from all of the videos that said... Oh, please just drop it over. I'm paraphrasing here, but for the love of God, just drop it. My interpretation of that, based on the tone, based on the you know the cadence based on the, 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 what I heard in that video, seems, seems, I will make no declarative statement, seems to indicate to me that there may possibly have been a knife. What is clear to me, what is clear to me, is that watching the footage even if there was and again this is not determined yet a box of even if there was the of a, a knife car. even if there was a knife present even if it was a knife brandished it did not constitute a physical danger to any officer i i don't and here's my thing am i am i am i open to the possibility that no knife existed yes but I don't need to run that hard line of an argument, because in my mind, whether or not there was a knife present, the murder was illegitimate,
8: well, and that's 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 the point I, that I think needs I, to be made. I guess, I guess in the video, the guy was he was somehow impaired and in duress, so it's this isn't some MIA fighter with a knife this is someone who's impaired and sure. they, they surround him and they shoot him
0: sure but my, my my point is and we have uh we have uh uh, uh here in the uh studio to uh, uh as well welcome back Hollick.
9: hey thanks for having me what's up fellas what's happening uh not not much uh dropping in uh join the conversation Hollick, jump in here on this well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, um, I mean, to further your point that whether or not he has a knife, he doesn't constitute a threat. I mean, it's pretty obvious from the video. He's, he's like, he might be holding something, but he is not making any aggressive movements. And the other, the other thing is. When one cop shoots do all of them just start shooting? I mean like one gunshot will stop a guy with a knife, right? You don't have to you don't have to riddle him with
8: bullets and make sure there's no chance that he survives. Well, there's that whole thing of support of fire and that's a 6725-A that we should look into. Um what
0: 25 a for those who are not part of the uh, San Francisco milieu, uh, or, or those that don't spend uh, onerous amounts of time at City Hall, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, th- this is a this is the code for San Francisco's Sunshine Ordinance, which is our local uh, uh,
8: Freedom of Information Act uh, 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 slash. Well, I think the I think the I think the short answer is is give me my information <laughs> in twenty four hours. That's that's the shortest slash act. public records act.
0: It's an immediate disclosure request. It gives twenty four hours to uh, uh, any branch of city government to provide uh, documentation of pretty much anything that happened.
8: Well, you no, know. it has it has to be a document. You can't generate a document, but you could. I mean, if you if you can, they they might skate it depending on it might be easier to generate a document and give it to you than try to. Pull all the documents and give you something, but it's—I mean—but point
0: being, it's just an information request. I think we need to go back to—I think we need to go back to this, the, the the real substantive conversation, which is the uh, police killing of of Mario Woods and the question Charles that you brought up about—well, uh, uh, that,
8: that my Mike brought up and that you, you you were addressing about support fire. Yeah. So I mean that's that's an information request what their policy and procedure is and I I'm just I mean people people will people are saying and they're they're going on and on and on and they're like you you shot him like a dog. You shot him like a dog. You shot him 20 times. When's the last time somebody shot a dog 25 times? over 40 times. Okay, well, when's the last time somebody shot a dog 20 or 40 times? Right,
9: and um, I I think I was out of town when um, the incident with uh, Mario Woods that, you know, the incident that ended his life uh, happened. So I was researching it later. Yeah. And one of the websites I looked at uh, had a link to a video in the UK where there's this guy with a three-foot machete swinging it around, you know, acting crazy with, you know, the type of weapon that could take your head off. And the officers, over the course of about five minutes, found a way to surround him, disarm him, and arrest him alive, uh, pretty much unharmed. I I mean... Well, I, I think about the, uh, the 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 the
0: Carolina shooter, the the, the 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 white kid that shot up the church,
9: right? Arrested right. alive.
0: Not only arrested, Not only arrested alive, but then like brought to court in a bulletproof vest because they were so invested in protecting
8: his safety. Right. I mean, it's almost like malicious and direct intent. Um, I mean. From you know, I've 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 I've, I've been t- I've heard somewhere like if this was in Hollywood or Beverly Hills, or Nob Hill, they would have they would have surrounded him. They would have done something. You know, so, I mean, and it's another information request for me in that where is the riot gear? Where is it held at? Where is it stored during an officer's day? I mean, is it in the back of their vehicle? And they, I mean, if it was in the back of their vehicle, they could have just as easily pulled out their ride gear and then handled it like that. So, I mean, the blade is four inches, and it's probably legal to carry something with a blade of four inches. So that wouldn't be that, I mean, that wouldn't really be out of the ordinary. I mean, people have these folding knives, so that's, that's like, that's probably four or five inches. But I guess my main thing is, is, um... Well, I, I mean, I'm just. If if it was. If they had. If. It's an information request. Where are the. Where is the riot gear? And what's up with the batons? So they got. They got three or four weapons on. I mean, they got two or three different weapons with them. And the first thing they've seen. Well, it, they, they they shoot it right and, because and, a and shield then, is then, adequate then. against a knife you, you know i mean but i i don't want to concede that yet because i would have to look at the 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 model numbers and different things like that but i think for me the other situation is is the police have they shoot and they miss 50 to 80% of the time I so I'm I'm wondering what's happening. I I'm, I'm wondering what's happening and it's I guess my thing is is okay, you is me, that why they t- need t- to shoot me, 40 me, times me, to me, make t- sure t- they I mean, hit 20? I, I I I don't know what to, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just okay, they they're missing. They're missing with the bean bags and instead of killing them, they want another weapon. And then they're well, probably... Actually and, and then and then they're going to try to... And then they're probably going to miss 40 to 80% of the time with that. And then after that, then what weapon are they going to want to use? Well, let's talk about the beanbags for a minute, because that's the one of the
0: parts of the story. The beanbags and the so-called pepper spray. You know, this part of the story that I don't trust. A... There's nothing in the documented and nothing in the publicly available information that gives any indication outside of the police department's own assertion that there ever was any uh, pepper spray used in the encounter. Number one. Number two, it does appear that he may have been Shot with something prior to being gunned down with the service weapons of the officers, that's somewhat visible, potentially, although not with 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 alternative interpretations uh, uh, completely excluded, uh, in in the in the video footage that's been widely circulated. <coughs> but it begs the question of the quanta of the uh 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 uh, the 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 beanbag guns and that uh um and what i mean what i mean by that uh sorry to use a technical term is the calibration is how much force was put into it because a full force beanbag round is enough to take out a person in a uh I mean, uh in, in, is variables? enough to take there's out a, a lot of enough, Well please please let me finish please let me finish There's enough to take out a person in a uh uh you know uh twice the size of Mario Woods you know to incapacitate them uh one and number two it's not entirely clear that he wasn't incapacitated at the point where he was uh lynched executed
8: but go ahead you were talking about a lot of variables Charles um I mean there's a lot of variables that you could consider but I'm 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 still going back to the the shooting in front of the northern station our our um mission state mission station they missed like 80% of the time so how I mean what credibility do they have I mean they they tried it but they missed you know there's like I mean I don't know, maybe Stevie Wonder could have done it better. So you, your critique is of the... Uh... Maybe Stevie Wonder could have hit him with a beanbag better. Maybe, maybe, than the San Francisco Police Department. And then Stevie, Stevie Wonder would at least be like, I, I incapacitated him with the, with the beanbags, and now he's alive. But instead, we got the San Francisco Police Department.
0: You know, I, I, I don't even to me. I don't even want to go there. To me, the point, the, the fundamental point is that it's a uh, it, it, it is that it's a it's an it's a lynching. It's an execution. I mean, I do. Okay, so I do appreciate uh, the uh, the the reference to because uh, this was um this was uh, much earlier in the year. This was actually the uh, the beginning. This was almost actually almost exactly uh, a year ago. A maybe? year ago, yeah. This was almost exactly a year ago today,
8: um, and uh, I was in that meeting. They missed. They missed like eighty percent of the time. Like eighty one percent of the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: no, it was uh, it, no, it was ridiculous. Well, well what was uh, that? Was uh, Matthew Hoffman was his name? I was trying to remember his name. His name was Matthew Hoffman, was the name of the victim. Um, yeah, no, they 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 they, they, they missed. Uh, I don't think it was quite eighty percent, but it, <laughs> was, it, was, it was it was it was okay, close. 79%. to seventy nine percent. It was close to that, and um, okay. uh, you know, I, I think that the the the, the, the well, the more salient point there for me, the more salient point for me there was that in that case, the stray bullets were flying at a, uh, a uncordoned off public street, which means the, uh, you want to talk about percentages, uh, you know, uh, Mikeaholic's real good with percentages. What is the fucking percentage chance that they had if, if the if the officers missed with roughly 70% of their rounds and you had a public... Uh, street with uh, hundreds of people walking, uh, walking uh, across it. What 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 is the percentage? What is the likelihood? I mean, they they straight up won the lottery that night. How did they not kill that's someone an, else?
8: That's that's that's, extreme, that, that's that's I mean, that's an extreme you know. amount of variables as to what time of day it is and what. It was uh, like five weather. o'clock in
0: the evening, like the prime time, the probably the highest trafficked time on that street of the entire that's ridiculous remember
8: that that is (laughs) that is Valencia Street and it's it's like this slowly halfway 75% gingerfied city so it's sort of it's it's a strange street so it's it's busy it's it's a busy street so I mean it's not a place where you want stray bullets flying around well I'm just saying like if you're if you're in the woods or you're on the beach front or something, you might be able to shoot into the water or something. But, the, you know, this is an area where, you know, pe- you can go get your coffee, you can get your bike fixed, you can get some furniture, you can go to the um, thrift store. I mean, you can go to the, um, the foo fancy sex toy lube education store, the Good Vibrations so this is like every happy hour, Mike, Friday from
6: six to eight p.m. at Radio FM Mutiny. Radio. I just fucked that up again.
1: What the fuck is wrong with me? You're yeah, fine, you're right. You're right. I got it. got it.
3: Hey, this is Mutiny You're listening to Flat Black Plastic Show. Enjoy!